Ladies and gentlemen, you saw it first. We are live with Big 80s Donnie B and myself, one half of the Backseat Boys, Tommy Grayson. Donnie, how are you, bro? I'm excellent, TG. This is going to be fun. You're in the driver's seat this week. You're in the big boy seat. <laughs> Strap it up. You know, we got Bruce and oh. and, uh, and 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 Nightwing, you know, back tonight. You know, I think tonight That's it's going right. to be, uh, you know, I got Red Hood with the red cap and Big uh -oh. 80s Donnie B. You know, Backseat Boys are in the house. You know, I'm really looking forward to this episode, Donnie. Yeah, me too. I've never met Sonny, believe it or not. Like, we have a lot of mutual friends. Of course, you guys and us and I, I've heard... She's one of the only people I can think of off the top of my head on the current indie scene that I haven't heard one negative thing about. Usually somebody will submarine somebody if they if I if they find out we're doing the pod or I'm gonna be talking, I'll get a message or a text from somebody, hey, that guy's the shits just to let you in on this, or she's the shit, she's an asshole, whatever. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing like that, man. Nothing but praise on good old Sunny Kiss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now Sonny is great. Uh, one of my very closest friends in the business was literally there. Uh, my first day of wrestling practice, uh, JP always says it because it's the day before he turned 18. But the first day, uh, you know, at practice, we met Sonny Kiss and we met Kenny Bangle and we've been, you know, friends with them ever since. And, uh, you know, th there's not enough good that can be said about Sonny. We're calling this episode, episode 12, Kiss and Tell. And for those of you who don't know Sonny Kiss, you're going to get you know, this is her first, you know, up close and personal interview in, I don't know how long, but this is going to be her authentically sharing her story and, you know, really just giving us the, you know, the 411 on what's going on in the concrete land of the concrete rose. So I'm really looking forward to that personally. That was the thing I never understood with AEW and AEW Dark and all the other shows and all the outlets and YouTube and everything. I don't know how anybody couldn't have pieced together a video or some more backstory on her or that was one thing I think about I think about AEW all the time doing some more retrospectives or pieces on guys as they introduce them or gals as they introduce them. I don't know how somebody couldn't have found 5 or 10 minutes to do a piece on Sunny Kiss and just give us a whole background or even on guys like Janella or the Dark Order guys and stuff like what whoever just uh yeah, man, it's right there. These vignettes, let them go to their hometowns mm -hmm. and, and dig in and, and let us know about these folks, man. Because uh, everybody, right. everybody has a story in the big city. And stories sell tickets. They do. I don't care what anybody says. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see it right here. You know, uh, Sonny Kiss, a wonderful person. You know, uh, so, uh, you know, Sonny's story is like none other. You know, I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, with Tupac at all, Donnie. Um, I know you're not typically the biggest hip-hop fan but old brother <laughs> well Pac, the bird man the movie he was the basketball coach big of ups course to big right. ups to Pac. well what i'm no what sense. i'm getting at is that uh if you go and you watch uh some of the interviews that tupac did right before he died and the way that you know the people just on the street would just notice tupac and were drawn to him that's what that's the type of aura that sunny kiss brings you know uh i several times we've been down at you know jersey uh over on the um asbury park boardwalk and so many so many people just going up and saying sunny kiss thank you for inspiring me you know to keep being yeah. me thank you for you know thank you know that's that's genuine. That's real. You can't script people to come up and tell you their life stories like that. So it's, 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 it's really interesting to see, you know, like you said, you know, how is it that, you know, unfortunately that, you know, they were in the driver's seat, they were in AEW and, you know, now 2024 new horizon, you know, it's, I don't even think we've cracked the surface of her story and what can actually be done. 
No, because I don't even know it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, you were talking about Tupac. I heard Tupac say something to this day that I think was one of the most profound things I ever heard. I heard him say that he might, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but in, in, in a nutshell, he said, he might not be the spark that ignites the fire that changes the world, but he would be the spark in the mind of the person that ignites the fire that changes the world. And I always thought that was so cool, man. Like, I never mm-hmm. forgot that. Um, Sonny Kiss is one of those people. Like some mm-hmm. some boy or girl right at home right now, whoever is sees that and, and sees Sonny and says, "That's the kind of person I want to be. Who's not afraid mm-hmm. to break out of the norm. Who's not afraid to break out of their shell and, and not be in a box and, and have somebody tell me what I am or what I'm not. That's mm-hmm. awesome, dude. Forget about wrestling for a minute, just in general. Just because mm-hmm. I'm sure she has a tale of of bullying and everything. I'm sure all that happened to her when she was young." Uh, but she can be an inspiration to a lot of a lot of people out there, bro. And I just mm-hmm. think certain folks they missed the boat, man. They had a gold mm-hmm. mine. She's one of one, and I'll tell her that when she comes on here, man. She's one of one in the entire wrestling industry. There's nothing Absolutely. nobody else like Sunny Kiss. Nobody. Nobody. It's amazing. Yeah. That's that you, you hit the nail right on the coffin, Donnie. You know, it's it, 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 she's one of one, you know, she's an inspiration and it, exactly, you know, the Tupac line, it's, it's, it all comes together. It all flows perfectly. You know, there's, there's, there's something to be said about how art, whatever it be, whether it's wrestling, whether it's theater, whether it's music, there's something to be said about the way that somebody's raw talent and unique ability to to connect with the crowd can inspire somebody to, you know, just be themselves even further. In other words, you know, just like what you said before, whether, you know, boy, girl, somebody's going to look at Sonny Kiss on TV and say, that's my hero. That's my, that's my inspiration. Do you remember back when we did the show back in December last year, and I told all you guys in a locker room that you guys all had a chance that night to go out on a blank canvas and paint whatever picture you wanted. Some of you had mm-hmm. bigger brushes than other, which meant more experience or less experience. You had different colors you were going to paint with, but everybody had the opportunity as an artist to go out there and create a picture that these people would be able to take home with them for the rest of their lives. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what, that's what pro, pro wrestling is, man. It's good against evil. And at the end of the day, good triumphs. It's, it's the simplest thing in the world. I don't know why people make it harder than it needs to be. One side, you have yeah. good characters, the other have bad and, Good always wins. That's the motif. That's what sold mm-hmm. tickets since the 1800s in silent films. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what oh, sold what tickets here? back yeah. in the. Well, that's what sold tickets back in the Gladiator in the Roman days. But you know, Absolutely. real quick, while you while while you're at it, Donnie, while we're talking about canvases, you know, these guys all really showed out at Spo last time. Live Danger made you know made their debut last time, making the save for Tommy Dreamer from the rep, fighting off the rep. You know. Let's see what happens this time around. I'm excited to see. And, you know, obviously Joe Clean in the match leading up to uh, the rep and Nate Wallace. These guys, you know, they they really captured lightning in a bottle with their segment. You know, nobody it, it wasn't promoted. It wasn't advertised. It was it, it was what uh, we call the, um, you know, the Shakespeare moment, you know, the, the, the yep. playwright and Malcolm Calloway, the local firefighter. You know, he got in and teamed with Joe Clean against uh you know the mystery team and it bled it was you know an ecw segment it bled right into the tommy dreamer match and it finished with live danger so these guys will all be back they all did really awesome i'm really looking forward to having them back um and like you said you know it's a blank canvas you know none of them uh really did anything 
to, you know, warrant the fact that, you know, there's no reason they can't go and keep shooting for the stars. You know, it's, it's, it's only up from here yeah. at this point with them. Absolutely. Well, I like, what I like about them too, they look, they're different. Look mm -hmm. at Joe clean for God's sakes. He's the Mr. Clean gimmick. I love it. That's something different, it's, dude. And live danger look like a modern day blade runners. You know, they look like a modern say, day. Guys, yeah. Hold the phone. There's actually two independent wrestlers who look like professional athletes. Oh yep. my God. Hold the phone. They pass the one. air. They pass the airport test. Definitely, they do. Yeah, holy shit! And they got big smiles on their face. I don't know anything about them, but I know they're energetic. They're young. They're happy to be there, and they're fan favorites. Just by looking at that picture right there, I could tell all that. Livewire Charlie Clean and like, yeah, Livewire Charlie and Danger Rossi. They're a fresh new tag team. Uh, started up here in Jersey, and you know they're uh, they're hitting the ground running hard. They're making their rounds, doing the drives, and it's uh, I'm really excited. And of oh, course, my boy. we got we got MLJ here making his debut. The GCW broadcaster MLJ. Looking to be a part of Spo, and we're real excited big, to have listen, him. Listen, I've never met Emil, but I've talked to him for years now online, and we go back and forth. And I trade. He he always he's so inquisitive, and he's like a little sponge. He asks all the time about the stories of the '90s, like you know the Star Wars movie where they said it's mm -hmm. all true, and Han Solo said it's all true. Like that's what I tell him about. He would have fit in. He's got like an old soul to him. He mm -hmm. would have mm -hmm. fit in perfect on the drives with me and Nova and, and Ratchet and Inferno, all of us, we would have just taken him in our car as like a come along guys, like a young boy and brought, he would have been on the shows with us. Just something about that guy that I like. Um, I love that. He's a good ring announcer too, by the way. He's a good ring announcer. He's a very good ring he's... announcer. He knows the material. Mm -hmm. Get it? Like he knows what the fuck he's talking about when he says, when he's in there announcing, and you can tell he's enthusiastic about it. It reminds me of, um, what's the female, the lady's name from W Samantha, right? She mm -hmm. has that same energy. Samantha Ir Irwin, I think her name is, and uh, Howard mm -hmm. Fickle. They have that energy, like they're so excited to be there, and that conveys to the fans. When you hear him announce, you're like, oh man, this dude is so happy to be here. I love that. Rather than some mm -hmm. schlep who's just chumming through the words and mispronouncing shit on a card. And uh, I'm a big, big, big fan of Emil. I'm a big fan of Emil too. He's been a day one supporter of the Graysons. He's always been uh, inquisitive in the locker room. He's always been, like you said, you know, knowledgeable and just yeah. an overall good dude in the locker room. You know, anybody that cares about wrestling and cares about the history of our business, you know, I I want on our team, and I I'm I'm yeah. super excited to have MLJ, you know, come along for the ride. You know, it's going to be a good time. He's going to be announcing over at Spo the boss battles. Good. It's going to be a good time for that one. And making his debut, we got the Burlington City Batman live and in effect. He's going to be in the house. So uh, hopefully we'll see what happens when he gets there. And then real quick, I just wanted to uh, update our fans. Obviously, yours truly, first ever SPO tag team champion, along with my brother JP. We're putting it all on the line in an old school Fatal four-way scramble tag team match against the Rep, SCK, the Silk City Kings, and Golden Era. So, uh, Donnie, we got this quick little video that our buddy Corazon made uh, oh, that we're going to show real quick. And then uh, I think we're going to get our uh, guest. But uh, real quick, check this out, everyone. This is uh, Corazon did this video himself. Breaking. Dig, dig, digging it, dig, digging it all. 
digging, dig, dig, digging it, dig, digging it all. Awesome. Well, sorry about that. Technical difficulties, but yeah, that was made by our own Corazon, one half of the mystery team. He will be live in effect at the boss battles. And speaking of the boss battles, we have a very special guest joining the stream right now, the Concrete Rose herself. You were going to just put me on the screen like that. I'm going to look at myself and just check myself out. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is my first time handling the behind the scenes stuff. I'm still getting used to everything. Thrusted me on there. Just like. Might be his last time, too. (laughs) I think so. But anyway, we got Sunny Kiss live. In effect, the Concrete Rose herself making her debut at the boss battles. How are you doing tonight? Hello there. I'm chilling. Yes. It's an honor to meet you, Sonny. I've been a big fan for a long time. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. I loved everything now, you've done. I loved all the stuff you did with Janela back then. I, I'm a big fan of Janela. I've known him since he was a kid, but uh, your stuff is great. Uh, I think you. you were fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Kenny Thompson giving a shout out from Alaska. Saw Sunny Kiss out in Alaska. That's awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to go back. I love it there. So beautiful. I love I love Alaska. It's a great mm-hmm. place to be. Great wrestling environments. Mm-hmm. I never thought anybody would go back there. Honestly, we did in the late 90s. We went out there with Steven DeAngelis, the old ECW ring announcer, and he brought us all out there. Kazarian was there uh chris daniels was there we were all there low-key me nova the back seats trent and johnny everybody man and when we we did those shows i never thought anybody would go back and then kevin's been actually able to cultivate something out there that i think is pretty cool and the matches are cool the paydays are cool but the memories you guys will have from those trips that's what you'll keep with you forever and I, like mm-hmm. i tell these guys there was one time we had done a few shows in trinidad and tobago uh, on a wednesday night on a Wednesday, we were swimming in the ocean of Trinidad and Tobago, and 24 hours later, I was throwing snowballs at a two-story window at Chris Daniels in Alaska. That's a true story. We all were. So it just goes to show you, wrestling is crazy, man. There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. So what have you been up to, Sonny? Ooh, that's a loaded question. What have I been up to? <laughs> You look like you're in great shape, by the way. You're always in shape. That's one thing about you. I never, ever saw you on TV out of shape. Yeah, I mean, you're in phenomenal. You're, you're better shape than 90% of the indie guys. But even on That's AEW on TV, I, I never saw you out of shape. Never take a week off. You always, that was the thing, because you didn't know when you were going to be called for TV, obviously. It could be any time, but you mm-hmm. always stayed ready to, so you didn't have to get ready. I think that's a valuable lesson. Yeah, I mean, I tried my best. Um Think and then also having every decent genetics, I'll say. You know, my parents are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, seriously, <laughs> I, I, I I tried my best to um yeah stay stay physical. Whether it's um dancing or whether it's yoga, whether it's strength training, whether it's you know anything Pilates. Like I like to like 
you know, dabble in everything. I've never been a person that just kind of like been okay with not doing anything. Like I'm always doing something and you know, my routine works for me. So, yeah. No, that's great. I mean, uh-huh. some of the guys in AEW, like you were in phenomenal shape, obviously Billy Gunn, uh, Frankie Kazarian still looks like he's 25 years uh-huh. old. There's so uh-huh. many of you guys that were there. Which is, I was always so impressed with that. There was a core group of people that were always in shape and ready to go and could work at the drop of a hat, man. And that separates the professionals from the non-professionals. Uh, like I said, I, lo- I loved everything you did there. It was fantastic. Thank you. I think um, I, I all the stuff that we were doing was just so much fun. I just wanted, you know, more of it to happen. But um, it's Honestly, awesome. yeah. And that's what... Whose idea was all the stuff with you and Joey, the vignettes with the gas station and all that? Like, I really thought you were onto something with that when you guys beat up all the people at, outside the gas station mm-hmm. and all that. Like, who's who who promoted all that? Who who produced all that? So it was it was a composite of like a, a, a several individuals. Um, so the idea to team Cody and I. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I just revealed the whole secret. So <laughs> Cody was it was Cody's idea to team us together. Joey and I have always been cool for years like we've always had a nice um rapport with each other um and then we're both from jersey obviously you know jersey represent you know <laughs> and then um the uh, the vignettes that we were we were gonna do because uh, we, we had a lot more planned but yeah no, nothing really came up came to fruition but um um uh, the, the the dialogue within the um the vignettes were mostly just joey and i kind of you know, saying, I'm going to say this and you say that, and I'm going to say that. And, um, and then, uh, Steve, he works, um, with DDP yoga. He was okay. there kind of like directing and um, doing all that stuff. But, uh, Cody paid for that out of his own pocket actually too. Wow. wow. Man. So many yeah. stories about Cody doing stuff like that, that he never put himself over for any of it. You don't really hear about it. It's Not all the all. stuff in the shadows. That's so awesome, dude. I'm such a fan of that. Like Steinbrenner said, if more than two people know about something, it's not charitable. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I love that philosophy. And that's the stuff I've always heard about Cody. Uh, yeah. It's so cool, man. And like, they had it, man. Like, I, I've told these guys, you are one of one. And that's what makes you special. You're the only person like you in the wrestling business. You're it. You're one of one, Sonny Kiss. I can't get simpler than that. And I don't know for the life mm-hmm. of me how somebody couldn't fucking figure out how to make millions of dollars with you on their television show. I used to, I used to look at the TV on Wednesday night and go, <laughs> what the shit? And I know all those guys there, like Pat and Sanjay Dutt. I've been friends with for a million years and all those guys. And I'm just like, Christ almighty, how do they, and QT, how do they not figure out how to make fucking money? Kiss. Like, I don't that get it. Is, that is the mystery question. <laughs> yeah. That is the mystery answer that we're all looking for. Um, yeah, I never heard of you having heat or anything like all that dumb shit, like mm-hmm. wrestler heat. Uh, never. Mm-hmm. Oh, cordial, easy yeah. to get with. Because I'd ask people here and there, like, about this guy, that guy. Hey, what about this one? Oh, yeah, just we're trying to get everybody in. And I'm like, that's great. But, uh, you know, if you got a pot full of ingredients, use the one that tastes the best first, man. You know what <laughs> I mean? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Um, I've always worked really, really hard. Um, uh, I trained every week. I still do. Um, I worked my ass off. And a lot of times people think like, oh, like Sonny, you're just there doing nothing. You're just taking their money. You're spending their money. No, I was not. And Mm -hmm. anyone who knows me, um, (laughs) knows that I worked my ass off. Like, and I still Mm -hmm. do. Like, I never was a person that was just okay with playing second fiddle. I just wanted to be more involved. And that's really what, that's really what it was. Um, you know, 
but I, I don't want to be one of those people also too like that complains and you know no. makes excuses because there's there's no reason for that um no. i didn't do any of that i just you know it is what it is um i can only give a certain amount and um it's not up to me so i just do what no. i have to do i stay out of trouble and um but that's not en- that's, sometimes that's not enough sometimes you know it's just a matter of um, the right timing, because like you said, I I don't really. I've always got along with my coworkers. I never had problems with anyone at AEW. Um, I still love a lot of them to this day, and we still talk. But absolutely, um, yeah. There's no. Who are some of your uh, Who are some of your favorite uh, agents and people to work with at AEW while you were there? <laughs> That's so hard because I love all of them for different reasons, and mm-hmm. all of them have helped me out in different ways. Like. Um, I loved. I always loved QT because he was a straight shooter and he was very honest mm-hmm. with. Um, Jerry was always great. Um, Billy mm-hmm. was always great. Jerry Lynn. Yeah, Jerry. Was I love Jerry Lynn. He was one of my Jerry favorites. Lynn is great. Um, love that man. Yeah, there was. They were all fantastic in their own different ways. And then obviously, like Dustin was our trainer. Dustin was a trainer for all the women, so um, we would go there early. We would go there hours early. Um, to train with Dustin before um, they started to get doors open and all that stuff and get everything prepared for the show. We always trained with Dustin. Like we, like I said, the, the grinding never stopped. Like I was on, when I was on the road, nine times out of 10, guess what? I was getting my ass up early. I, I, I had my coffee or whatever, or my energy drink or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was heading right to the arena to go train. Like it was always, mm-hmm. yeah, it was work. It was always work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, you'll get to the point where you'll be un- I, I always tell guys, people in this situation, look at Drew Galloway or McIntyre. He went away uh-huh. and then he got so big that he was undeniable and they had a major company had to take him back. So that's exactly what's going to I guarantee that's what's going to happen to you. You're too damn good and too exquisite and too picturesque and everything else. And just you're, you're like I said, you're one of one. So somebody is going to got a goddamn clunk on the head and wake up and go, holy shit, the concrete rose one of one. She's right there. And this is how we can do it. Let's bring her in. This is what we have planned. And then I'm telling you, it's going to happen. There's no way it can't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I always say like, I I knew, I always say like, I knew like my life was going to be a little bit like have its challenges just based on obvious reasons. Um, But you know, it is what it is. Like um, I'll, you know, I'll get in where I fit in and that's all. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, complain about anything. I'm not going to, play the victim card it is what it is like you know yeah, we'll see what happens there yeah i saw your stuff on tna and some mm-hmm. appearances there uh you know tommy dreamer put you over like a million bucks i've known tommy mm-hmm. since 1995 where like he's one of my best friends in the world i was at his wedding uh his parents funeral he came to my dad's funeral so i mean yeah. uh, my connection with dreamer goes very deep and uh, he put you over like a million bucks so if you get mm-hmm. dreamer stamp of approval privately to somebody that's a big deal <laughs> I love Tommy. Tommy is a love Tommy. big supporter. Yeah, no, for sure. Tommy's one of the unsung heroes of the business. When the big book mm-hmm. is finally written in the human race's history, uh, mm-hmm. there should be a big star next to his name for mm-hmm. having done more for people in professional wrestling that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. He's the only reason ECW even lasted the last two years that it did. A lot of people don't <laughs> even know that. It's true. Mm-hmm. My brother was mm-hmm. there. So, I mean... uh I love Tommy. Uh, I'd like to see you. Hopefully you do more on TNA, man. Uh, that'd be cool. And, and anywhere else you can go. I just, the more exposure you get, the, the better it is for everybody. Cause uh, you can work, you can work like a motherfucker and you got a great story and uh, it just needs to be told. Somebody needs to put it out there. 
I agree. Yeah. Um, yep. And in due time. And I'm not, because yeah. pro, pro wrestling, like you can, this business does, takes your mind through such a mental gymnastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to, total mental gymnastics. Um, and uh, it's, it can be really, really tough sometimes. And a lot of, uh, a lot of the last six months, I'm not going to lie, mentally, I've not been the best. Um, but I had to, you know, take a step back and just say, Hey, like, you know, a lot of, there's so many people out there that had, you know, a lot of success and then, you know, everything went cold and all the lights just turned out and then just life happens that way sometimes, but you know, it's not the end. You can always get yourself back there. Um, and sometimes, like I said, it's timing. Timing is everything. And, um, you know, it maybe that time wasn't the proper time, um, but I'm I'm gonna keep working. I I I've thought about it a few times. I'm like, hmm, like, do I want to take a step back from pro wrestling? Do I want to like, you know, focus on different things? But um, I did my first seminar, and um, just the the conversations that I was having with all the kids and everyone, um, the students that were at that school, and they made me feel like, okay, I have a purpose again. Like, as it was like, you know, a lot of times it's just, you, you kind of think like, what's my purpose? Like, what am I doing here? And I, and even when I told them, I was like, find your who, find your why, find your what, find your reason, you know, not even just like why you're, why you're um, in wrestling. Like when you are wrestling, find your reason for your character, what you're doing in the ring, all that stuff. Like if, the, if you constantly keep that in your mind and you know it and, you really, really like um, think about all those things. Like you'll you'll be good. You'll be a great wrestler. You'll be a fantastic wrestler. And also too, it'll help you maintain your <laughs> your mental in this business. Because like I said, this this business will take you on a crazy ass ride. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Mental, yeah, and it's oof, Lord. <laughs> Tony, I've, I've, I've actually said to these guys, I think you might you might even have a bigger purpose in this world rather than just pro wrestling. I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of young girls and boys out there who might be a little confused and not know what the, you know what their deal is and all that. Like you, you figured it all out, and they can look at you as a beacon of hope and say, yeah. "Oh my God!" Like you, because you know, growing up, I'm sure you had trials and tribulations, and it mm -hmm. wasn't easy for you. And if you can mm -hmm. be that light, you can be that guiding light or something, maybe motivational speaking or something. There's some kid out there who's going through probably all the same thoughts and stuff that you had growing up mm -hmm. that you could actually play a huge influence on if they would just give you the platform. That was one of the things I thought AEW for as inclusive they were. I said, holy shit, you have this beacon of hope right in front of you, this bullhorn mm -hmm. that can get out there and say like, follow me like it's okay to go through the darkness you guys will get to the end of the tunnel and, and get into the light i did it so it was right like i think you might even think about something like that some more motivational speaking because i think you have a higher calling i really do yeah i've definitely done i've, de I've done that in the past um and i have other gigs about um i have other gigs doing that in the future so it, there's Good. definitely um something there with that um yeah i see myself doing several different things like i have so many other talents and um yeah from singing songwriting and performing like i have all that stuff so um in due time and i definitely want to do some acting i'll do some voice acting i want to do a lot of different yeah. things um sonny you were sonny you were if i'm not mistaken you were you were once actually like in talks with cheerleading for the nfl if i'm not mistaken correct 
Yeah, so I did some auditions. I did the Ravens prep camp and I did a Jets audition. Um, oh, wow. I think, but the, the, like I said, I'm doing a lot of this stuff before before the times have changed. So, right, right, right. Um, I think it's well, the reason I ask it, no, the reason I ask is just because, you know, you are like, you're, you have a very eclectic sense of interest, you know, like you, you enjoy all of the things that you said, you know, you love uh, going to concerts, you, you have the super athletic background. So I think uh, what Donnie's saying, you know, uh, I, I think that Sonny Kiss um, moving forward can be bigger than just pro wrestling. You know, I want to see Absolutely. Sonny Kiss, you know, on, I want to see Sonny Kiss on, you know, uh, morning talk shows, you know, I want to see Sonny <laughs> Kiss, you know, uh, doing, you, you know, uh, on the walkway, you know, like that type of, you know, like that, that's the type of thing that it, like, like Sonny Kiss could be up there with like the rock of like, you know, like Hollywood, like franchises. <laughs> no, yeah, true, I... true. A hundred, a hundred percent real spit. Mm -hmm. No, I think any, any, all you guys, all you young indie talent out there, whatever kind of skills you can cultivate on the side to make yourself more marketable or more desirable to a company, whether it be an entertainment uh, mm -hmm. aspect or pro wrestling, whatever it is, do it. Don't just rely on pro wrestling. Create ever other streams of revenue and, and sources of revenue and just mm -hmm. out creativity, outlets for creativity, all that, man. Uh, I think it's awesome. Oh, yeah, there you go, yeah. Sonny, taking the title. We've definitely got to talk about that. When John, how, What are your feelings right off the I I, I got to ask you, because when, when Cashmere told right. me that the first title defense, I've known Homicide since literally mm -hmm. the week we got the business. But uh, when he told me the match, I went, huh? And then I went, wow, that is incredible, because you literally have two opposite ends of the spectrum. And the mm -hmm. and he's not a huge promo guy. He doesn't really like talking. But if you do a couple promos back and forth, man, I said to him, it could be awesome, dude. You guys really could cook something really good there. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Have you ever worked with him? Uh, I've done <laughs> a myriad of shows with D. I haven't, sorry, homicide. I haven't um, <laughs> wrestled, wrestled him, but I, I'm so excited. I, this is um, something that a lot of people probably didn't know that they wanted. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, included. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. I'm, I, he's someone that I, I look at highly, um, someone that I greatly respect, someone that always shows me love when he sees me. Um, he's always be like, baby girl, when you go on heel? It's so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you might have to, uh, might have to on the 18th. I don't know. I mean, Homicide, uh, you know, he took Johnny out and, you, you know, Johnny said straight up, I'll see you in the parking lot. So, you know, you know, I, I you don't know necessarily what you're walking into as far as what homicides mental is at. So with that being said, you know, th those words, they might come back to bite him. You know, you might have to pull a heel turn on him. Yeah, I could see it. And that's what I told Johnny. I said, obviously, Sonny could be a huge face, but I said the real trick would be if she ever went heel. Because so I, I did, see... I did go heel with AEW. Um, not, I go... not as much as I wanted. I was thinking, <laughs> here is seventies Pam Greer, like, <laughs> yes, like that's what I'm. That's what I was envisioning because it's right there. No one's ever done it. I'm like, this is what I see, like bad bitch on the block, like you know, like that's mm -hmm. what I was thinking, man. Like that's Jackie so Brown, funny. right there. I, I saw it, man. I was like, this is it. You the mean Foxy Brown? Everything else. 
Yeah, it would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jack, no, Jack, no, Jackie Brown. Yeah, that's a good movie. Coffee. Yeah, no, Jackie, Jackie Brown, Pam Grier, yeah. Keep the team yeah, yeah, Jackie Brown is uh that's the Quentin Tarantino movie, but uh Oh yeah. yeah. It's right there. No, no, just I, I, I love Pam Grier. I'm I'm a huge Pam Grier fan. I actually was just I watching can see it. I, I love her. She's like a goddess to me. Like I fucking love her. Um yeah, so that would be cool. Like a black sport black exploitation as well. Yeah, when the time comes, <laughs> I'm um, telling you. Because yeah, no, no one's, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The it's shit just, that's gonna get over in the business for the next 10, 15 years is shit that nobody you, you can't you know, guys can't all keep doing the same stuff. So somebody has no. to think outside the box. Like, look at Orange Cassidy. If you looked at Orange five, six years ago, you would have said, This is a fucking joke. This is never gonna get over. And it did because it was so different that people had to put it over. Dan Housen, stuff like that. Those guys, mm-hmm. the outrunners, uh, just just stuff that's different, man. Like I, I love it. Hook. There you go. Janela. I, uh, yeah, I think it, I think it was different. so I think it was so easy for me to like kind of come into pro wrestling in that sense because I think that's kind of like the gift and the curse of it is like, what is this act? I have not seen something like this before. Oh my God, this is so different. What is this? And then it's also like, that's the good news, but that's also the bad news. Oh my God, what is this? I have never Nobody seen Nobody knew this what before. to do with it. Yep. I'm feeling some ways, you know, <laughs> like good and bad. So it's like, you know, a lot of it is like, it's new and it's fresh. And um, that's why I never really had to like, create some sort of inauthentic um persona which i have though like if you've watched my career over the years when i was coming into pro wrestling i was this bubbly cheerleader you know that was just mm-hmm. athletic and then i became you know the lucha underground you know lucha lucha licious exolicious yeah. and then came um you know with AEW, i came back and i kind of had that persona of you know of me starting out again like the whole genesis of who sunny kiss really is then i became the beautiful badass with joey janela and you know the bad babe and you know it's it's been a whole evolution of different characters with it they've always stayed true to who i am but yes i just kind of added a little spice and little sprinkle here and there but yeah who knows what the next chapter is um i think right now i have just been kind of finding my way back to me because yeah that's awesome when you're when you're um feeling like you're on top of the world with a wrestling promotion and then you're no longer there uh you have to kind of question you know who you are again and it's like obviously you, you think of these different things you're like oh my god am i good enough um am i talented enough like did this not happen because i don't have talent or because i'm just not likable or like you start thinking all these things and yes these things sounds crazy but you know that's just how you feel in that moment you start to kind of second guess who you truly are and so a lot of the last six months or so has been me getting back to what got me to the dance in the first place i'm so glad you said that it's uh this is so Mm -hmm. refreshing and i hope all the young indie talent out there realizes that part of any journey getting to the mountaintop is coming back down the other side of that mountain and And you will and you you will will. you absolutely absolutely will and, and I, this I don't know how old you are. I, I'm 51 years old, and I can tell you, you're in your life, both your lives, even outside of wrestling, when it's over, life is going to be one mountain after another. You get to the top, and then you go back down. There's another one yeah. in front of you. That's what it is. It's and waves. Every every facet in life too, because like you have that. Like a lot of these things are just you're just going to go through hard times. That's just how life is. You yeah. find you have your first love. That's probably not going to be your last, and it's a scary thing to think about you have this amazing career job um that might not be your final destination either that might not be it 
uh, people go from one company to another all the time in real life and pro wrestling, et cetera. So you just have to kind of be um, strong enough to really like, you know, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to be real because I'm, 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 I'm human being and I'm going to sob for now, but I need to understand that there's a bigger destination for me out there. And um, yeah, I think that, that's, that's truly what it is. What, what life is about is understanding that there's a lot of bigger things out there for us. And even though this situation may get you to the point of like, what is my life even? Like, I'll be honest, right after um, I left AEW, um, I, there was times where I couldn't even get out of bed. Like there was times where I was like, I'm not working out. I'm not doing anything. I don't feel it. Um, I didn't feel attractive. I didn't feel, you know, didn't feel like nothing was just working. I didn't feel like I had talent. I, I felt so worthless. Um, but, you know, like I said, like you sometimes you just got to be like, okay, I have my moment. Now I got to pick myself back up. And um, yeah, you just kind of learn to kind of reinvent yourself, like kind of get, get creative again. Sometimes you have to go back to the drawing board, get creative again. Um, so when I go to when us. I go to train, I find new th- new ways to get into different types of movements, and um, you know, find a new uh, approach to different things. That's all. It's never, That's so it's never great to hear different. because, like, <laughs> so many of our brothers and sisters years ago, like they would have just buried their face in a bottle or with mm. gimmicks and pills. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure like C- CD or Jerry or even Jericho, all those guys would have told you the locker rooms in the 90s and 2000s were an mm-hmm. awful place to be, especially with any kind of insecurity or self-doubt. You would have been ravaged by the wolves. You would have been thrown out with, with the bathwater. Uh, it was not a good place to be. And that's why a lot of the, the brothers did what they did back then. That's why they're not no longer here. Because they didn't know how to deal with any trauma or mental mm-hmm. health and all that. They didn't. That was all not spoken about. You were bullied. You were beaten. There's a guy, I won't mention his name, but there's a manager in AEW I know very well who was tormented and he was had was forced to dress in the goddamn phone boots at WWF TVs. Oh, thank you, and on his rental car, they used to put uh, toothpicks in his locks. Stuff like that. It was mm. rental car. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Mm. I mean, the stuff they did back then was terrible. But yeah. I'm so glad you came out of the funk and you're so much better for it. I'm telling you, sky's the limit. You will, you will, but get back to the mountaintop. You absolutely will. I know you will. Thanks. I appreciate that. You got it. Tommy Grayson. What else we got for the uh, 18th before we let Sonny well, get out of here? Well, before we get out of here for the 18th, we of course have the, uh, we have the scramble tag between the backseat boys, the rep, uh, Silk City Kings and Golden Era. We have John Zandig and Johnny Cashmere taking on Feral Face and Hardcore Channing Decker. Uh, what else do we have? We have the return of Live Danger and Joe Clean. So much more. So many more matches to be announced over the coming weeks for our April 7th event. Real quick, Sonny, before we get going, I had one final question uh, to ask you. Um, you know, do you have any favorite, you know, memories of your travels in AEW, favorite opponents? And, you know, I guess uh, part two of that is uh, what are some of your uh, goals and, you know, dream opponents for 2024 and beyond? Dang, you're trying to get out of here soon. And that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's start with, um, favorite moments. Oh my God. It's okay. So uh, the behind the scenes, I will say we used to have so much fun. Um, (laughs) 
the women's locker room. Uh, we just, um, we're just, like, we're all just super, super silly. And, um, a lot of times we just make up random songs, especially Revel. Revel, <laughs> Revel, um, has a song and, um, every time she sees me, she calls me, uh, she wants to start singing it. <laughs> She'll be like, shelf, shelf, booty, shelf, shelf, booty. <laughs> and I, to this day, I still can't get that song out of my head. And it honestly makes me, like literally crack up still and it's like it's been like three years now like i just love and adore her for that um always making up dances with um uh, velvet and kiera was always a great time uh i never ever got enough of jade slapping my butt when she saw me or something like that uh nyla and her goofiness is always a good time Um, yeah, there's so many, like, um, the Jacksonville era too. I will say that the, the pandemic was my most favorite time, honestly. <laughs> and it sounds so crazy. <laughs> like, it's so ironic. Like, it's just, the world was just in such turmoil, but <laughs> the, pan- the Jacksonville era of AEW was my most favorite time in AEW. Cause I just, it was a time where I was working the most. Uh, I was the most creative I've ever been. I was the most hungry I've ever been. Um, it was when Joey and I really, really like meshed well as a tag team and we started to kind of feed off each other and it just became so seamless. And every single week too, when I would do like my spin and my pose and hit, you know, hit the pose or whatever, every time I would hit the pose, Joey would fly and react to my ass. <laughs> it's so funny. And then he would go on commentary and the fans would wait for it after a while. It just became kind of a staple. The fans would wait for it and he would go, Sunny Kiss got a wag, wagyu steak of ass or something like that. It's just so fucking funny. Um, and oh, to this day, it, just, uh, it makes me laugh. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, like, the entire experience at AEW, especially, especially behind the scenes, was just always a blast. I can't think of one favorite moment, but those were always great ones. Um, yeah, Cody and Brandy, oh, my God, they were um, always so helpful. And um, I just so appreciate them, and always hang when we whenever we all did hang out it was always a good time too. So, so many people, like I can't even name one. Like we'll be here all day because, like I said, there's so many different memories. And I'm currently writing my memoir, so mm. good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm right. I've been working on that for the past year and a half. Um, it won't be out anytime soon, but <laughs> just know that I. I mean, I kind of even. I think I shouldn't even set that. But anyways, um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm writing it. You're putting uh, it out there. Yep, this way it has to happen. Well, I just kind of wanted it to be one of those things where it's like, you know, surprise, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I'm writing that. Um, and uh, I'm li- reliving a lot of those memories, too, which mm. uh happy. Uh, okay, so my favorite opponents. Um, okay. Joey and I, when we were a tag team, we really loved working with Jurassic Express. Though they were always fun, because uh, uh, they just we just had great chemistry and we just bonded. Um, my favorite opponents, favorite opponents, Jack Evans, mm-hmm. uh, always great to work with. Since Lucha Underground, he was the one who like created this monster we know as Sunny Kiss with all the Lucha stuff, you know. So he was um, he's a great opponent. Um, who else? Uh, who, else are, who else do I really love to work with? There's so many people, though. Um, 
Peter Avalon. Oh my gosh. So Peter to me, like Peter is Peter was AEW's like I don't want I don't, I don't like making comparisons. I don't want people to think like the other person doesn't have their identity. But if we're talking like based upon like how this person makes the other person look, Peter Avalon was kind of like AEW's Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Hey bestie. <laughs> My bestie Kenny's here. <laughs> but yeah, I agree so, totally. Well, Peter, Peter Avalon was definitely like AEW's, uh, you know, Dolph Ziggler in the sense that he would make us look so good. Like any moves that he would sell um, for us, he just made us like a million bucks. And so I would say he's definitely very like, underrated. I thought yeah. when he did the librarian thing, I thought, here it is, man. Just do a gimmick where he was a librarian and a rich old widow came in and she died and he inherited all her money he met her at the library so i was like there it is there's the gimmick man it would have been so cool uh he can work i thought he was great i still think he's great um yeah. he's awesome like that at a, yeah a lot of guys like that at aw uh yeah so many yeah talented folks it, it, it was a crazy talented roster like you you couldn't like like they, we were all on each other like we were all trying to match each other's energy as far as like our in-ring talent we were all trying to be on the same page we were all trying to you know, have great matches and just have a lot of fun. So you can't look at one person over another. It was always like everybody worked their asses off on that AEW. So, Sonny, mm-hmm. I did hear you mention That's why it was Jade. so hard to find. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say I did hear you mention Jade earlier. Are you surprised at how quickly she's risen through the ranks? And do you expect huge things for her in the WWE? No, I'm not surprised at her success because she's worked her ass off for it, and I do expect huge things. For her in WWE, I think that she is much like me—a once in a lifetime kind of individual. Absolutely. And um, I think that WWE is very, very lucky to have this tenth wonder of the world. You know, it's like yeah. she's she's like larger than life. Like she's her presence it's, itself is just mm. phenomenal. And being being that she's there now, she's gonna be working with you know different kind of women because a lot of the women at AW definitely helped her. You know, they helped, they sold for her, they made her look yep. good. And this is a different crop of women as well, and they have an amazing training system over there. So I just see like her and Bianca and her and Bailey Charlotte, and her, Bailey, like, yep, like all Charlotte. having these yep. incredible matches. So, and I can't wait for the world oh, to see great. that. It's be really cool. Well, this has been so cool, so informative. We're going to put this everywhere. I'm so glad you agreed to do this tonight and come on with us. And I think that anybody okay. listening to this is going to hear a story of perseverance. They're going to hear an uprising tale of never giving up and never quitting and just putting your best foot forward. And even though, like, you, you had your self admitted struggles, you told us right here tonight, uh, you rebounded. And I think the sky's the limit. It was an honor talking to you tonight. I can't wait to meet you in person someday. And, uh, just hang in there and keep, keep plugging along, man. You're one of one, Sunny Kiss, one of one. I'll, just, I'll keep saying that again. And uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Tommy. Thank you so much, Donnie. I mean, you said it best, once-in-a-lifetime individual, once-in-a-lifetime talent. Sunny Kiss taking on Homicide with Skills the Great for the SPO Championship at Boss Battles, February 18th. Get your tickets now. Running down the card one more time for your mind. The debut of Pat Dynamite Open Challenge. We got the Scramble Fatal 4-Way Tag Team. Our belts are on the line. PWU Retro Showcase Match. Lucky 13 versus Big Bufa. Ayo. Hey, <laughs> 
two out of three doors match where every door smashed a retro video arcade machine will be donated the killdozer matt tremont taking on wrecking ball Ligursky, nwa king kong vs godzilla rampage in action i'm looking forward to that one we got rebecca j scott versus christina marie the return match for the spo women's championship previously stated sunny kiss versus homicide skills the great and of course the two johns worlds collide zandig and cashmere teaming up who would have thought versus Decker and Face with skills, of course. Get your tickets now. I'm Tommy Grayson, one half of the Backseat Boys, Donnie B, Big 80s, Sunny Kiss, Concrete Rose. This has been Kiss and Tell, Spocast Live. We out. <laughs>